So, this is the Couch Fighter podcast yet again. This week we have quite a lot to talk about. Um, obviously, the main things were what I'm going to talk about is last weekend's card, UFC 227. And obviously, you know, what I've seen in the 25th anniversary uh, press conference. Um, yeah. Last weekend's card didn't take any drinks, so I can easily say I know quite a lot what happened. And um, watched a good bit of it was 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 more sober watching this card. So well to start off with, what a what a great card compared to compared to a lot of other cards this year. And in my opinion, I actually thought it was gonna be shit. Uh, I thought it was going to be really, really bad, but it uh, it done better than I think a lot of people expected to be uh, to do. So what we'll talk about will be the well, we'll not talk about all the fights. Um, I'll be honest. I watched parts of the prelims. I seen Brett Jones, uh, fight some Brazilian boy. I'm terrible at remembering names, but. Brett Jones was an animal. That was a really, really good fight. And it's not really being highlighted enough, I don't think, in the MMA community. Like, there's not, not a lot of people talking about it, but what a fight. And went the distance. Brett Jones looked like he was going to get knocked out in each round. And he just kept on coming back. It was crazy. It was a phenomenal fight. A fight that should have been praised a lot more. But... Uh, I think for both fighters, you could see them doing very well in the bantamweight division. Um, Brett Jones, I thought he'd be the next British British land to come into the UFC and start owning people, but he was against a tough competitor, tough Brazilian. Um, but I'm pretty sure we'll 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 definitely see Brett Jones again, and for that Brazilian, oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah, he'll he'll be up there. I think he was maybe ranked. I don't want to botch this, but I think he was ranked 12. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but hopefully we'll see those two boys fight again by the end of the year. Uh, then, Cub Swanson, and I forget the boy's name. I was supposed to look it up before the fucking podcast. But, what can I say? Cub Swanson, I think I touched on this in the last podcast. Cub Swanson is getting a wee bit wee bit older, he hasn't got those fast twitch muscles, go- fibres going, uh, but he fought a top contender who I think his last defeat, his only defeat was against Ortega, and look look at what Ortega's doing at the minute, you know, so, and Cub Swanson got defeated by Ortega, uh, there was, uh, Cobb Swanson was, uh, he was doing alright. Uh, then all of a sudden he got hurt by a lot of those jabs. Got taken down. Boy jumped on his back. Really good jiu-jitsu. You know, if you're a fan of jiu-jitsu, watch that fight. It's uh the moves, the passing guard, it was it was it was right up there. Uh uh 
Cobb Swanson then getting that rear or get got rear nerd choked. Uh, it's not looking great for Cobb, he's lost his last two fights now. Uh last three maybe. If you're talking if you're counting Ortega, Frank Frankie Edgar, I know this. So what what can we see for Ortega or Cub? Sorry, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly I don't know. Uh, it's the the featherweight division is so packed with animals at the moment. So who's who's he gonna fight? Are they gonna give him another fight? Obviously they'll give him another fight because he's an absolute animal. But <clears throat> I can't see him getting his head shot anytime soon. Uh, but. But uh, I can I could definitely see that Brazilian boy getting up there and the the fighting those those top top three fighters at the minute. Whereas Josie Aldo, uh, Ortega, Max Holloway, he's definitely one for the future. You can maybe see Aldo fighting this fellow Brazilian. It'll be good to see. Uh, you know. I, I, I have no no idea what way that would go. But on to the more exciting fights that happened on the card with the last two. The last two were fucking phenomenal. Like for for lower weight fighters, it, it just blew my mind how fucking well they done. Blew my mind. Uh, one went the decision, another one by KO. Henry Sudo, Mighty Mouse. I don't think anybody's seen this fight coming. I definitely did. From the last fight, Henry Sudo got need and got dropped, and Mighty Mouse was on such a tear after it. You know, destroying boys, flying armbar thingy, majig, whatever the fuck you call it. It was, you know, nobody seen Mighty Mouse losing this belt. Nobody. And Henry Sudo comes in after two years after the last fight, comes in like a different, different style fighter. You know, he's going for that more Conor McGregor stance, you know, the Wonder Boy stance, karate stance. And then his, his wrestling, I think, was the highlight of the fight. I think for everyone. Uh, and it showed the... the 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 art of wrestling. If anyone again, if anyone's really into wrestling, they should watch this fight. Not just for Henry Sudo's takedowns, but also for Mighty Mouse's recoveries from the takedown. Like he kept rolling, and I've never seen that before. I don't think anyone had seen it before. Uh, and then the weird thing that happened at the very beginning of the fight was Henry Sudo like. It looked like he was twisting his ankle constantly. It looked like he lost all feeling in the, on his leg. I think he said after it was something to do with Mighty Mouse's kick to the leg, where you seen at the very beginning of the very start of the rounds. Um, he started kicking Henry Sudo's leg, and I think it just went numb, numb in the fella and then he couldn't feel it. And every time he put his foot down, it just kept twisting, <laughs> just kept twisting. I was like, "What the fuck's going on here? Is this is this just?" freak accident or like is he meaning to do that or you know and the weird thing was that Mighty Mouse didn't he didn't attack that then 
it's like he was given Henry Sudo time to re- recover. It was weird, but like, I know he kept on kicking his legs, but I thought he, he would he would have done more. He would have taken advantage of him wobbling about, but then eventually towards the end of the first round, he sort of recovered again. But what can I say? Amazing takedown. He's, Henry Sudo was just constantly, his, his game plan was obviously just to keep, keep Mighty Mouse down, take him down, and smother him like a fucking wet blanket. And he'd done that, but Mighty Mouse kept on coming out. And it, like this, like I said, I've never seen this happen in a fight before. But Olympic gold medalist, medalist what, what can you expect? The second Olympian to grab a belt this year, you know, DC as well. But Henry Cejudo... You know, you have to take your 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 hat off to the guy. Like he, he beat a guy that everyone else thought was unbeatable. Everyone thought this guy was like the fucking Terminator. He was never ever gonna gonna get defeated, especially by Henry Sudo. But the last fight, like I was like, there's no way Henry Sudo is gonna win this fight. I remember when he fought Mighty Mouse the first time. I actually thought. Yeah, this is the guy that's going to beat Mighty Mouse. And then he lost in that way. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way he's coming back from that fight. But he did, and he shocked the whole fucking world. Then the madman comes out at the very end and grabs the mic, asking for Dana. Starts going, right, well, Mighty Mouse wasn't going to move up with it. You know what? To fight TJ, I'm going to move up with it, and I'll fight TJ. And I thought, fuck, ballsy move, ballsy move. I didn't see that coming. But obviously what's going to happen there is, well, it's only fair. I don't know if it will happen, but it's only fair if Mighty Mouse gets a fucking rematch because he defended his belt 11, 11 times. Not, not just six, 11 fucking times. Like, that's, that's unheard of. You know, so I think it's, it's only right. It's only right against the three match. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And Dana's obviously the main man to, to do the picks. He says he has another boy that does it, Sean Shelby. But let's be honest, it's Dana. Uh, super fight. Is it a major super fight? I don't know. I don't know. But, but we'll have to wait and see in the next couple of weeks. They could fight again. Mighty Mouse hurt his foot. I heard it was like it swelled up like a fucking balloon. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see what happens with Mighty Mouse. Uh, but for the main event, for the main event, Cody and TJ. For uh, first round KO to TJ. Cody got very like he done his last fight. People thought, oh no, Cody's gonna win. Cody's gonna win because he's got the knockout power. Uh, TJ's been going out wrestling or boxing with uh, professional boxers. Can't pronounce the boxer that he's training with, Lemachenko. I probably really butchered that, uh, but he didn't. And like I had my money on TJ, and I said, "There's no way." TJ's too technical. TJ's more of an athlete. You know, he he. They didn't touch gloves, obviously, for reasons. But TJ had the biggest grin in his face, and I was like. This guy is so comfortable in that octagon. It looked like he was dancing, gliding with his feet. Cody, on the other hand, 
look like a fucking pit bull that was being stung, I don't know. It was it was a thought would have happened but not as early. Um he got very emotional, fought differently. You know, he did add a few more kicks to the game to try and obviously lure TJ in for a counter punch. But he, he's just a he's just a fighter that fights with his heart in his sleeve. Very obvious obvious to see. Uh, and he should have fought smarter. Once he thought he struck TJ, he would come in crazy. Once he struck TJ, TJ, he would come in crazy, swinging swinging hands like a fucking caveman. You know, and trying, hoping to get that chin. Instead of just doing what TJ had on and just, you know, in and out, in and out, in and out, and trying to learn learn him in and then wait until the later rounds. I haven't seen Cody go to the later rounds a lot, apart from the Dominic Cruz fight, which he did seem like he had a lot of, a lot of cardio. But TJ, what can I say, a great fighter. He's slowly becoming one of my favourite fighters. You know... He fought smart. There was no motion emotions showing. He was very, you know, professional. Uh, he had a very cringy looking grin on his face at the very beginning. So which kind of made you think, you know, fuck, this guy's got it. Like this guy, there's no worry on this boy's face. Like, and, you know, and the way he finished it was was just beautiful, and I kind of showed what all that boxing training was doing with all those professional boxers. People thought he was crazy going to fight or training with professional boxers because boxing is different to, you know, stand up in the MMA game. But it showed everybody that it worked. Like, he, he counter-punched the counter-punch. That's how fucking great it was. Like, in slow motion, you seen Cody coming in with that big fucking, big arm, but TJ was just in there before him and caught him before he caught him. And, like, if you're fighting that Luma Machenko or whatever the fuck you call his name, your reaction times are going to be definitely improve. For Cody, I don't... I just, I just don't know what I can see happening for Cody now. Like, uh, he'll definitely not get, like, a title shot. Not for another fucking long time. Maybe Cody and Dominic fight. But... I can't see him getting another title shot for a long time. For a fucking long time. Uh, unless TJ loses the belt. But I can see TJ keeping the belt for a while. Uh, he's got a good few more years on him. So yeah, definitely. Unless Henry Cejudo beats him. I don't know what way that's going to work out. Is Henry going to go up? TJ says he wants to go down. You know, they both want each other's belt. You know, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to know what will happen, but we'll see. But I can see good things for TJ. Cody, Cody would probably need a, you need a better, I don't know, a striking coach. Someone that can teach him to get rid of all those emotions before going into a fight. And I've seen a great thing on Facebook where it was rock, paper, scissors. Off this picture, rock, paper, scissors. And... Dominic Cruz was the rock, TJ was the paper, and Cody was the scissors. Or something along those lines anyway.
But basically what it said was, you know, TJ could be Cody, Cody could be Dominic, Dominic could be TJ. So it's it's the the MMA match doesn't add up. Not usually. But what we're gonna say here is well Dom, I don't even know if Dominic deserves a fucking title shot. Like he's been out for two years. He's been waiting, I'd say, for TJ to get this belt, to get this fight out of the way and then call him out. And he's saying he deserves a title shot. Does he? Hasn't really fought. The last fight he fought was against Cody and you know he lost that so and then he's been saying he's injured. I don't know, I think I think TJ needs to fight one more time and then and then get that title shot. Like TJ had to work up from his defeat against uh, Dominic. Like he didn't get an automatic rematch. So he had to he had to go to the back of the line and work himself up again. So why why doesn't Dominic like I know he's the longest reigning champion, but in my eyes TJ is TJ is the best bantamweight of all time. So we're gonna see what happens. And I would say they'll fight by the end of the year again. Not Cody. I don't know what's gonna happen with Cody. Jimmy Rivera, that could be a fight for him. But it kinda it opens up the bantamweight a wee bit. Not like the flyweight. The flyweight division has opened up completely now. I don't know what's gonna happen now. It's uh Yeah, we're just gonna have to wait and see for Big Dana to to choose what what's gonna happen next. But Obviously, another thing that happened last weekend was the 25th anniversary press conference, which was fucking crazy. And we had heard that Connor could be, we're going to fight, we heard that uh, Nate Diaz was coming to the press conference and all this. And then we get, well, we're on line watching us and we see the people coming in. We see Dustin coming in his own. We're like, what the fuck? Where's Nate Diaz? Is he not coming? Like, what the fuck's he doing? Is he doing a Connor stunt, you know, or is he doing just a Diaz stunt? Then he does eventually come in and doesn't do the whole stir down and all. It looks fucking class, you're buzzing. And uh, then Nate gets down, you're like, fuck yeah, put Nate in the, the mic, you know, have a bit of banter, see, you know, back and forth, see what's going to happen. And then I realised, yeah, this is fucking Nate Diaz. There's not much fucking crack out of him in a, in a press conference. But then, then I. He was there, he answered a few questions, and apparently the reason why he was late was because uh, the UFC bus didn't come to pick him up in time, so it wasn't really his fault, it wasn't like he was being this big drama queen or whatever, he was waiting at his house, waiting for the bus, and the bus didn't fucking come to pick him up, so, which sounds more realistic than him not showing up, you know, so... Maybe it's UFC trying to play games, trying to make it more dramatic looking, him coming in late, you know, like a wee diva, but it kind of looks a wee bit petty in UFC, if that is true. Or Nate Diaz full of shit. But who gives a fuck? <laughs> Nate Diaz is fighting, that's all I need to fucking know. Now, and then... Then we got fucking Till come in, the giant, the fucking gorilla, the back of my fucker. Then we get Woodley coming in like we fucking midget, doing the stir down with Till. Till's hovering over him, Woodley's looking up, and to be honest, when I seen it, Till says he's seen fear in his eyes. I don't think he's seen fear in his eyes, but I think he's seen a wee bit of doubt. 
uh, like he looked at him and he was like, oh shit, this guy's a fucking monster. And he looked in his eyes and realised till, till they mess and about, till, till we kill someone for this belt. So we're going to have to see, we're going to have to see what happens. Uh, and the fight is so soon, I think it's only four weeks away. It's not much training for the boys, but here we are. But, yeah, and then there's a big controversy over fucking Till. Some some of the MMA journalists interviewed him and asked him, you know, I don't even know what the question was, but basically Till turned around and he said everything he's doing is for legacy. He wants to be the best of the best. And then he brought up that his daughter lives in Brazil and his wife's pregnant and he doesn't give a shit. But I think it's been taken out of context. I think Artil is a, a fucking straight up killer who literally doesn't give a shit about anything bar getting these belts and making an imprint in the UFC, which I kind of believe. But I think he's came out and said, no, people are like people are trying to take it out of context, trying to look for some sort of conflict. And I can I can see that too. I did listen to the interview. It is for a lot of people you would think, oh fuck, well Tilly ain't gonna be follower of the year. But the same the same fella fought in a fight pass fight and begged to get the the fight bonus so he could go to Brazil and see his daughter on Christmas Day. So I still think he does care. But what he was trying to get at was that he, all that matters at this moment is him getting this belt. Like that's bottom line. Everything else can go to fuck. I think that's what he meant. I know it's, it's hard to explain, but I know I, I kind of understand where he's coming from. That R is just a fucking madman, unless he doesn't give a shit about anything or anyone, and he wants that fucking golden belt. But it is what it is, and for that fight, I, after seeing those fucking stirdowns, I think Till is going to kill Woodley. But Woodley, I think, is going to come for the fight. He he's going to come for those that knockout power. Can't see him knocking out Till. Don't even know how the fuck he's going to reach Till's chin. But Woodley. Hmm. It, it, we haven't seen anything, you know, we haven't seen Till's ground game, we haven't seen much of him been taken down, and Willie's the guy to do it, so, who knows, who knows what way that's going to end up, but the main thing, the main thing everybody was looking for, even the journalists were asking Dana, where's fucking Connor Khabib, is it going to happen, Dana was playing it smart, and stu acting stupid, like, you know, oh, I don't know, you know, uh, it might be in the books, it might not be, and then he's like, oh, how long, with one more thing to show you, he shows the fucking trailer. The trailer was off Connor and Khabib. Now, the thing with me on this trailer was that they put the clip of Connor throwing the dolly through the fucking window. How is the UFC supposed to expect people to believe that that wasn't set up. That clearly fucking was. There's lawsuits going on 
in this fucking bus. People that were in this bus. And they're using that clip for their trailer. I just, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. And Connor, like, cheering and all after he'd done it. Like, if it wasn't set up, they wouldn't be using that fucking trailer. Maybe only a few people knew about it. Maybe only Connor's team knew about it. Khabib's team and Dana. And I think when Connor threw that dolly, he didn't mean for it to actually, the window to actually fucking break and hurt people. I think it was a, a scare tactic that went fucking really wrong. And to be honest, why did the security let Connor go straight to that dollar? Why was nobody Robbie tackling? It just made no fucking sense. Smart move by the UFC, but then to put it on the fucking trailer, it makes it look like a WWE fucking trailer. For fucking SummerSlam. <laughs> It made no fucking sense. And it really... I get pissed off a lot of the MMA community. But... Dennis came out and said, you know, this is going to be the biggest pay-per-view ever in UFC history. Which I do believe and I kind of don't. Because are people going to get this... Are, are people going to get more excited about this or Nate Diaz and Connor too? I don't fucking know. People have more time to digest and get the build-up. For Nate Diaz and Connor too. This time it's only fucking six weeks away. I just. I don't know. I don't know. And there's so much illegal streaming going on now. I don't know. Obviously Connor got a load of boxing fans. And a lot of boxing fans are now going to want to watch. If Connor fights. Or fights Khabib and how that's going to go. Plus Khabib. And his Russian. Army. But like I don't know what way that works for pay pay per views or do they buy the box office over there? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, over here, yeah, we're gonna have to pay for it. Funny enough, BT Sports contract ends by the end of the summer, and this is in October. Funny enough, you know, they're smart. Dana White's smart. I give them that. But. And then who's going to win? That's the next fucking question. Who the fuck is going to win? Is it going to be Connor and a striking? Or is it going to be Khabib and his wrestling? Who knows? <laughs> fuck me. Uh, sneeze. Bless me. And all that shit. Um, yeah. Who's going to win? Who the fuck's going to win? It's a hard one. It's a toss up. Like Either or could win. Uh, but right, obviously I'm going to go for my fellow Irishman obviously I'm going to go for Connor. but there's always that worry that Khabib is going to be able to take him down like Khabib, Khabib can take anybody down and we've seen Connor been taken down and Khabib, Khabib came out and said if I get him down I'm going to make him suffer so he's going to take him down and slowly beat the shit out of him or Connor is gonna do a Josie Aldo and knock him out pretty early. We've seen my or we've seen Khabib getting wobbled by lesser strikers than Connor. And Connor's just fought the best boxer in the world is like come on. He definitely Connor, Connor can knock anyone with that left hand. Is he gonna knock out Khabib? If he does, best fighter in the world. In my opinion, 
best fighter in the world who's just beat uh undefeated fighter. Khabib wins. Yeah. Then Khabib's name rises. So UFC you win either way. Khabib wins. He, he, his name just rises. The more money he makes. He's still undefeated. But that undefeated record will end. Like It will end. And if Conor beats Khabib, will there be a second fight? You know, and then that... Then it kind of just puts everything up in the air for that lightweight division. Like, it's really fucked up at the minute. And Tony Ferguson's there coming back from an injury. He kind of deserves a fucking shot at the title then too. Then Dustin Poirier. No better man deserves a fucking title shot more than fucking Dustin Poirier. The winning streak he's on. Plus, if he beats Nate Diaz, definitely. If Nate Diaz beats Dustin Poirier, is he going to fight Conor then? There's a lot of questions that need to be answered, but I think we will eventually see see what's going to happen by the end of the year. Obviously, we will. We don't know. We still don't know who's going to be the main card in the New York card. We've got the co-main with Nate Diaz and Dustin, which is amazing, by the way. That'll grab in so many viewers. There could be a shitty wee fight. I'm calling it shitty. It's not getting me very excited. Is GSP and Anderson Silva for the main event. Or, or Brandon Shaw brought it up on his podcast that what if John Jones comes back from a suspension. I've seen a recent picture of John Jones and he is looking beefed up. He's looking thick. A boy has, I don't know, that whole USADA thing at the minute is up in the air. I don't know whether it's they're corrupt or not because he is looking like he's on rise again because it wasn't long ago I seen a picture of him with a fan and he was looking fucking tiny. Now he's looking fucking tanked again. So he must have heard something in the grapevine that he might be getting his suspension lifted pretty pretty soon. I don't know when that court case is of. Hopefully it's soon so we know what the fuck's going to happen. John Jones does get past. That's a great card for him to be on. An amazing card for him to come back. Who would he fight? Gustafsson. Great fighter. The second time they fought. Gustafsson nearly beat John Jones. Took him down. First fighter to ever do it. Can we see that fight again? That would be amazing. That would top this fucking year off. Like we have with GGG and Canelo fighting. We have obviously my fight next week. Not my fight, but the fight I'm going to is Frampton. Um, and Tyson Fury's fighting in the card. That's an amazing card. Can't wait. Next week, next Saturday. Uh, I'll talk a wee bit more about that next week. Find out a wee bit more information. Don't know a lot about it. Just know that one of the, you know two class fighters fighting on it. And I'm going to. So what else do I need to know? <sighs> Yeah, so, and then what else we got? We've got fucking Joshua fighting that Russian boy. I don't know what you call him. Terrible with names. I really need to learn these fucking names. Uh, yeah, it's fighting. Uh, and then hopefully we'll see Max Holloway and Ortega fighting by the end of the year. Great fucking cards for this year. I don't think we've got a card now till maybe the 25th of August. That's the fight night with Mickey Gall is fighting again. But yeah, so next week we'll talk more about the boxing and uh, hopefully there's a few more rumours out what's happening with fights. Uh, 
uh, any other fights coming up. Um, but yeah, uh, next week, tune in, and I'll give the whole breakdown on the Carframpton fight, and Tyson Fury, uh, and all that shit. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Still need to make that email uh, for you to email in. Um, if I've it done up, I will put it under the description. Please email, whatever, feedback, fucking anything. Uh, advice, maybe. Uh, any co-hosts want to wanna join this, this uh, podcast, um, please... Please feel free to <laughs> help. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, I hope you tune in next week. See y'all.